Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find our podcast, along with many other podcasts, along with articles of opinion, video segments, and much, much more. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent with exclusive contents for our Patreons. Hasta que no estás aquí dentro no sabes la grandeza de, de este equipo. Sí, es un club que tiene una grandeza que no se comprende si no estás aquí dentro. Son de una magia única, benfiquista. Son nos sentimos así. Por muchos desgustos que podamos tener, valores más altos se levantan. O valor mais alto que se levanta em termos futebolísticos chama-se Benfica. Quero o Benfica intimidar o adversário. Quero o um manto sagrado entrar com vocês em qualquer estado. E estados, pá! É isso que eu quero! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Law Bifiga podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças. With me, as always, Cristiano Oliveira. <laughs> cuidado, pa, cuidado. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, my mic is off. That's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that always. Hey. There's Welcome to another podcast. Yeah. This is Cristiano. It's a good thing they didn't hear the first time me complaining about getting smacked in the back. But, uh, <laughs> my gay, what's going on, Alfredo? Freddy's in the chat. I see you guys are ready to go. Appreciate you uh, joining us once again. How's everybody doing? Thank you uh, for joining us on this joyous day, I might say. I might add. The video is choppy. The video is choppy. It's all cool. it's all good, man. But but the audio's good. The audio's great. There's the video's audio. choppy, but the audio is great. One day the video's good, the the, the audio's choppy. I mean, listen, we uh, gente, the video is but it's choppy because that's how you're seeing it. That's no, how no, people that's are what, seeing. That's what people are saying. Con caral. Touch my case, We you know we don't discriminate. One day is the sound, the next day is the video. We try to keep it even. Can't, we can't get this right. Well, it looks yeah. good on this side. Looks beautiful. No, it's choppy. It is. It is choppy. It is choppy. All right. I think I know why. Why? Why is that? Uh, you think it was that? Yeah. Well, I got Fresh your screens, ladies and gents. We had, uh, I don't think it's that. We had uh, connected yeah, to the yeah. Wi-Fi. We had the laptop connected to the Wi-Fi, so we connected to the Ethernet cable now. See, Should be on. good. Look, see? We took it off and we're still on. Beautiful. Oh, Freddy's. No more choppiness, man. Make it. Welcome, everyone. Hey. Episode number 453 is what we're up to. Cristiano and I, Dave's not here today. He's, uh, he's at the cottage. Stais Lynch. I like this guy. Quem é? Quem é? Stais Lynch. Yeah, Dave's oh, at. Michael. The... Oh, Grand Michael. Oh, Grand Michael. Uh, 
Dave's at the cottage, so just Cristiano and I. And and look, uh, certainly it's it's good to be back here. I'm a pena because if I, out, I'm of a pena. All, out of all the days that I I did, I did not want to talk, I wanted. Uh, you say that every time. No, but today I meant it. Today you mean you mean that? So today I actually meant it before, you know. And, and Dave's over there at the cottage doing cottage cheese or cheese <laughs> cottage or cheese, whatever it is. Doing the cottage. Yeah, but so here we are, and, and, and I got to be honest, like I was saying, uh, it's really good to come here, uh, especially when the season has started, right? So we had that break, Benfica's back, we put the past couple seasons behind, we have a positive start of the season, and I got to be honest, I'm in, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged by what I've been seeing so far. I'm encouraged uh, by the game today, I'm encouraged by the performance, certainly good to uh, come on a podcast and, and have a topic and be in this mood to talk about the topic right and i think christiano you agree with me right long uh, i hope long are the day the the depressing days that we had to uh come here well we didn't have to but we came in here and 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 spoke about uh benfica in uh, in a very depressing light but uh it looks like um Things are heading in the right direction. I know it's early, and, and some people may say, "Oh, you know, you played, you know, the, the, a team from the Danish league, and this and that, and blah blah blah." I, look, I don't care. I'll take all the wins I could get. I don't care if it's against uh, Mijetland or against uh, Kazapia. I'll take them. Eu só quero dizer olá ao Timo, Diogo oh, Timo. Reis, Patrick Swordorf, uh, Sofort, so, Sofort. Eu não, eu sou sou mal Taylor, Guiar. Diogo Reis again, Cristiano, oh, that's me. Uh, David <laughs> said that every time. Manny Valadão. You know, I like to read everybody's name. Cantinho Benfiquista, Grande Michael, como é que Michael. Everybody, David Hen, Nelson, Carvalho, Sergio all oh, you guys. You guys are the best this is. Man. Hey, um, Michael, quick question. How's your boy right. doing that uh, that pizza has left? Because he was a big pizza fan. The the one, uh, I forget his name. The Oscar? Is it Oscar? Oscar is a big pizza fan. How's he doing? How's he taking that? We should have got Michael to come on. That's what we should have done. And Michael could have told us. Uh, Oscar's very upset. Oscar's, yeah, very I see upset. that. <laughs> yep. So we here we are, episode number 453 um, on tonight's podcast. Obviously, we're going to recap the game that happened a few hours ago. Uh, we're also going to uh, touch briefly on who the next opponents could be uh, if we uh, get past uh, Midgetland. And uh, we'll look ahead to uh, Aroca. And um, Christina and I are going to probably sit here and and talk about what our expectations for the season are. Did we already do that last last week? No. Didn't care for none of these. So what can I say? Dis la. What can I say? Freddy's talk. We're gonna let the <laughs> we we're gonna let the Freddy's the Freddy's talk. Yeah, let the Freddy's talk. It's more exciting. But uh, all jokes aside, yeah. Look, Alfredo, it's good to be back here. I think I said that before, right? But my head's all over the place. It's good to be back here on a podcast once again. Um, miss you, Dave. If you're listening, love you long time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, as you said before, it's it's a lot more pleasurable, right? Coming on here and talking about good things as opposed to to them depressing days that we had. And and again, we can't get too carried away from ourselves because last season if i recall we we started the season off in the same light right spanking everybody and looking like a team that was going to play with triple finally this year was going to play triple last year i'm saying at the time we looked like we're the team we're going to set off on that triple run and yada yada and then 
I don't even remember the beginning of it last season. We, bro, we qualified for the Yeah, Champions. that's true. We beat PSV. We, yeah, we beat but, Roger Schmidt. But even the PSV game was kind of tight, man. It was Both too close games. for com- comfort. Both games. We won the first game after decided to lose the second game. Lucas Verdicham decides to get a red card in the first half, if you recall. And then it was like the game, the holy grail for uh, Vlaco Dimos. I mean, the dude stood on yeah. his head. And, I, uh, I think we were kind of for- we were fortunate uh, to actually get past PSV last season. Hey, listen. At the end of the day, we did. Yeah, we did. And let's just. <laughs> and then it went all downhill from that. Well, not. It's better to say that because it, it aligns with my point, which was the team set off, started the season really well, and then you know the bus came crashing down. So, you know, again, we can't get carried away. It's midget land. It's nothing. It's midget land. You know what I mean? Let's. It's nothing to. to, to it's midget land. Brag about, but again, it's it's a positive result, a result that I think Benfica should have done better. And again, that goes to show you that, that's a good sign, right? I look at this as a good sign, Alfredo. When we win a game in, in the way that we did, I thought we were the much better team today. Um, we created chance after chance, and, and we're sitting here going into the second leg with with a pretty good yeah. advantage and a four to one lead, right? Only like something really crazy astronomical is gonna have to happen for us to to give that lead up, even though it's on the road in the second leg. But you know, we're sitting and we're still complaining about our performance, and that goes to show you where our mentality is, where we want to be, and I think that's a good sign. Yeah, definitely a, a step in the right direction. And look, you can't take this one away from me. I don't care how bad you downplay Midgetland. A win is a win. It is four one. I'm a little bit uh, let. Should have been eight zero, nine zero. I'm a little bit let down by that uh, by us allowing it, uh, but we, we'll we'll get into it. Uh, Allow what the goal? The goal, yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't a penalty, in my opinion. In Uvipa, the last ten minutes, I didn't, I'm being serious. I know I shouldn't say it on the pod because I'm here to talk about the game. But the last ten minutes, I didn't catch it. To be honest with you. Yeah. So I don't know if that was a penalty. Freddie's in the chat. What's up? Penalty. No penalty. Now, What's up? Here's my uh, my view of it. Right, the ball had already left. Uh, so, so the, water, by the did, way. but 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 I'll say this: uh, the ball had already left the player's foot. He already had executed his his shot, and then that's when he gets hit by Murato. Right? Technically, it, it Murato doesn't interfere with with the shot. And a foul is when a player impedes the other player in a, in, in an illegal manner of playing soccer or football. So I don't think in this case, um, I thought that uh, it wasn't a penalty. That's my opinion, but I've I've heard otherwise. Everybody and I'm also thinking that if it was else, huh? Everybody agrees with you on the chat. They're all saying soft call, no penalty for me. Yeah, soft, look, no it's penalty. it's one of those. The ball was in the stands. The way the referee was going, I wasn't surprised he called it, but don't think it was a penalty. Yeah, here here's the thing. Uh, and as Cristiano mentioned, I re- if if this is a game that I'm refing, I'm I'm not even thinking twice about that penalty because the goal difference is so large. Right, that you kind of gift one. So you're giving them as a gift, like so. Not a gift, but so it, you don't leave you humiliated, like oh man, quite the. <laughs> it could be, but it it could also be one of those things. It's like, oh, well, I, this is not going to interfere with the score, so we might as well give it because it. You know, I understand but, it being called, but I think that if it didn't get called, I would have been okay with it. Also, here's a question, and I should know this. So, as you guys, I think I said it last week. On last week's podcast, I'll say it again here. I, too, am on preseason. You know what I mean? I, too, am not finely tuned yet. So I should know this, and I don't know. Is there VAR in these games? Um, I don't think so. 
Okay. But maybe you guys say, paid a little bit more attention than I did, and you could tell us that there's VAR. Because I was going to say, if there was VAR, then don't call that and go to VAR. I mean, but the thing is that give it like you just said, uh, because it was four zero, they were being humiliated. We're going to give. I mean, that, I don't. That it, well, it doesn't work in the pros, right? But yeah. I could see where where the ref was going with that. Yes. But yes, there was yes. no VAR. You know why? He's because saying, continue continue saying yes. 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 Well, I'm surprised that there was VAR because there was no pause in checking Benfica's goals, and Benfica scored a lot of goals. And usually the VAR they obviously checks goals. Portugal, man. They look for every reason not to give us a goal. Cristiano, <laughs> did you know? Oh, I missed it. Did you know? That uh, Roger Schmidt beat Midgetland last season with PSV before he played Benfica. I do now. 3 nothing. Did you know? Roger Schmidt lost to Benfica last year after beating Midgetland. <laughs> I did know that. I didn't know that. Okay, so. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I'll give you the lineup and, and obviously. So no there was VAR? Hold on. Everybody in the chat saying, Skiro boy, man, everybody's saying that there was VAR, right, Timo? Timo, yeah. Thank you. That's why I love you guys. You guys are always on top of it. And this is why I don't. But I don't, Manny Villadon is saying that he thought the commentator. Forget the commentator, dude. Freaking Kondutu, man. Here's the thing. This is why I don't prepare because i know these guys do such a great job. <laughs> these guys like, back you up with it's, information it's like you know you got your stats man all you got to do is just snap your finger but uh yeah yeah i'm surprised if there was var right i wouldn't have called it and and i would have much rather wasted two three minutes that it takes a referee to go over to the sideline and check it out i, I don't understand but look at the end of the game i, I don't want to sit here and make this about a var decision about a penalty against me figure did play very well we do have game change and again i want to I'm, I'm the first one Alfred, you know me really well. I'm the first one to say, still call me, right? This is Midgetland. You know what I mean? This is not, you know, Liverpool. Don't take that away from me, dude. Don't take it away from me. No, no. You can have fun and enjoy today, but I'm just saying, let's just simmer down a bit. That's all I'm saying. No, I understand well, about. We finally do, right? See, you're wasting too much time on the negativity. I'm trying to. Get I understand to keeping you your feet grounded, mm -hmm. obviously, mm -hmm. but don't. I I I I don't subscribe to the idea that we beat a team that is much inferior. Oh, they they definitely are. <laughs> they definitely are much much more inferior. They than are, we. but <laughs> they they have no business being. Look and again. This new UEFA thing, second, third, fourth, fifth place teams from countries now qualifying for champ, whatever it is. I'm not even going to get into that. But, yes, they are a much inferior team. Uh, the Benfica is Benfica did. And, again, not trying to take credit away because good teams do exactly what Benfica did today, right? Yeah. When, when you're better than your opposition, you stomp on them and you just make sure, you know, I, don't, gee, I can't even use these expressions nowadays because everything's so but yes you gotta you gotta make sure <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say put your foot on them and make sure they don't break something you say sir but uh yeah you, you want to make sure you don't leave them any life afterwards right but Benfica yeah. I thought they were dominant at times I thought and it's kind of like well, let me get before we get into the game sure, let me give you the lineup okay yeah save me I'm about no to no no surprises on the, on the lineup obviously Vlaco Dimos, Gilberto Atamendi Morato and Grimaldo Florentino and Enzo, Neres, Rafa, João Mario, and Ramos up front. I don't think anybody was surprised when they saw this uh, starting 11. I was surprised to see Andre Almeida on the bench, to be honest with you. I think a lot of us were. I got to read this because you say that I never read anything about Davy Hen. And Davy, he says, Chris is right. Let's keep a level head. See the guy. Yo, da I, I get it. I, I'm done. Late. I'm, I'm all Davy <laughs> agreed with me. This I think it's the first time ever. I, I, so I'm, I'm, ready I'm all to go. about that. I'm all about level headed feet on the ground, man. But I, don't I, take this shit away from me. No, but Davy just yo, guys, I did one of those. I'm good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go, bro. He gave you your blessing. No, but listen, um, 
I think we stated it here on a lot of us, and I'm pretty sure continue and everybody else is, that does podcasts after 90 and uh, FM and everybody else that does in this that that's in this beautiful world of Benfica podcast. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was plain to see that this was going to be the starting eleven. Yeah, we saw that J, uh, JJ Jesus Christ that uh, he must be thinking about me. We saw that uh, Roger <laughs> Schmidt had really you know established these identified these eleven and you know, barring any injuries or, or any last second um, transfers, these were going to be his 11 going into this game. And so no real surprise there. I mean, I, if you want to talk about surprise, I'm surprised that Almeida was on this list. And, yeah. and my boy Tarap is on a B team, but I don't want to get into that. Oh, yeah. but, uh, it's Oscar on, on continue with PZ, and it's me on with the Tarap. Tarap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just I couldn't believe it. When I saw that Almeida on the list, I said, what the – I mean, yeah, yeah, and I thought, oh, maybe it's to say goodbye to him. They'll put him at the end. But the game's home Friday. He could have said on a Friday night. He says goodbye, goes out for a couple of cops, and heads out. But come on. I I don't know, man. I don't know. This leaves me scratching. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that. I don't get why Andre Almeida was in there, especially with Bob being available. Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) let's get – let's. I guess let's let's get into the the game then, uh, which we already did. But uh, I thought the the first – 15 minutes. The first 15 minutes, Mifiga really tried to find themselves. After that, I think that uh, they were just they were just too too good for this midget land team. Um, opportunity after opportunity wasted. You know, go into the locker room with three goals when it could have really gone with five or six. You know, but th- these are the things that differentiate a good team uh, from an average team, yeah. right? When you have these opportunities, 100%. especially at this level, you have to be able to put them away. And, and, and especially at a game of this importance for both clubs, right? But Benfica needed to really set off on the right foot. They're playing that style to lose in front of 50-plus thousand fans. You knew that, you know, you had to start off well because the boo birds and then the doubts start to creep in and, 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 and all that nonsense. But, yeah, I mean, Benfica do have finally, man. It's been a while. We've cried for this here on a podcast for, I don't know, a couple of years now um, about having the players like David Nesh. David Sleepiness, my man. He's got Jing in his foot, and I and I've said it before. Not he can. How do I put it? He creates not just for himself, but he creates for his teammates. He's the type of guy that makes other players around him better. And it's going to be fun to watch this guy play. I seen a comment here from S O B E E E S O B E E S. He says Ned's is deaf the level that we hope that we were getting with sibling. I couldn't agree with. I mean. If I didn't read that, that, that was in my thought. That's exactly what I was going to say. 100%. And I said it before. We basically didn't even swap. He went to Flummer, brought in Nets, and this is a, a, a higher-level player. Yeah. And, and it's fun to watch him play. We hope that Benfica and the players around him are going to be ready because he's able to you know wiggle himself out of a box and yeah. leave the ball for you at the doorstep for you to put him away. Today, hooked up with Gonzalo Rums a couple of times. Um and, and I feel that that combination is going to be something to see for the rest of the year. If Gonzalo does stick around after August 31st or whatever it may be. But, yeah, I mean, look, Benfica do have some difference makers. Enzo, we talked about how Newcastle, you know, he didn't have his best game. But, again, it was a game that Roger Schmidt said. I didn't think he played that game. bad he against said, Newcastle. He turned the ball over a while, but he didn't have that intensity that we've seen in games previous. But Roger Schmidt said in his post-game press conference, we, we had a double session yesterday. We had a, a session this morning. It's expected. These guys are going to be tired. And so you did see a different Enzo today. You could tell how important this guy is going to be 
for Benfica going forward. And uh, it's just, look, man, it, it's one thing to come here on a podcast and say this, because what I'm saying about both of these guys, I said this over the last three weeks. But, again, it's one thing to come on here and say it, and it's another thing to actually see it in game action like we did today in a game that is supposed to be, quote-unquote, you know, a Champions League game. It's, you know, it's 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 a qualifier uh, or a playoff or whatever the hell. It, no, not even. It's what, what, yeah, qualifier, right? And then yeah. the playoff is the next round. Um, so yeah, getting you know, we finally get to see these guys, you know, doing it on the field, man. It's it's just I, it's I to the can, uh, candy to the eye, not I to the candy. It's candy it's, to the well, eye. Everybody used to say eye candy. It, it, that's what I was going with, but then, <laughs> but then you got derailed. Yes. Now look, I I think that you know, regardless, there there's guys on this team that you know don't fool anyone, and not to bring everything back, um, but. Who knows? Maybe that uh, Copa America was a fluke. How much? How much other comp? Uh, Copa America. Yeah, the Copa America that he won for Brazil, that he was one of the best players. Oh, Cebolinha. Yeah, maybe that was a fluke. Uh, uh, how much fluke. comp competition has he had in Brazil? Like, like uh, Davy Hen was saying, Everton likes to play in Brazil because he has time to order an espresso uh, before beating the guy. So, I, I mean, I get that. Uh, but you talk about Nedish. Nedish is, you know, tr- but, but tried and true. It's a little bit different in Europe. And I don't look. I don't want to tell you that 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 about Manyai clicks in, in Everton's head, and, and, and you know he gets to that level. Well, yeah. But look, it's totally different. Nedish came to Europe at younger age, and he's already has that that European experience in his in his belt. Um, so coming to Portugal and playing at these levels, it's it's what he's accustomed to. The other guy, it wasn't just about him not being accustomed to, but again, the expectations. I don't think he dealt well with that, right? You, we knew, we say this all the time. It takes look, look at Darwin, and that's why I think a lot of people praised Darwin last year. He came in, he struggled that first season, and then the second season, the guy took it to a whole new level. Everton never got to do that, right? There's yeah. these players that just don't do well with that pressure. But some guys, they adapt quicker. Other guys don't. Everything didn't adapt. Not the pressure was tremendous. Then there was the little conflicting, you know, the, the, the going back and forth between him and J.J. He wanted to play one way. J.J. wanted to play yeah, another way. Yeah, yeah. So there was a bunch of things that combined to, to, to just do what they did to everything, not get him to perform at the level we expected. But, look, it is what it is. If he ever comes back, that's on him. I'm not really worried about it. Come back to Europe, I'm saying. I'm not really worried about it right now. What I'm worried about is Nettis. And Nettis look like he's legit. Yeah. It's, again, I keep saying it over and over. And over. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch that guy play yeah. in the Portuguese league and hopefully here in the Champions League as Benfica um, goes on the path to qualifying for the Champions League. Yeah, I read um, I, somebody was on wrote on Twitter, posted on Twitter that said that uh, Nerj uh, dribble could dribble with with on um, with both feet, and then he's able to rip across uh, a driven cross with his right foot. Because I don't know, I don't know if his is is his right foot his primary foot, uh, Nerj. No, lefty. Right. So he's able on that right wing. The cross that he had, he's able to take guys on and still deliver a very, very good cross with his right foot, which is his non-dominant foot. So I think that there's there's a lot of things that distinguish Neres from from Sibulina. I think for one, uh, he has European experience. He played at Ajax. He played at Shakhtar. Um, then you got Sibulina, as Cristiano mentioned, that whole thing about you know playing out of position. He mentioned in an interview after he arrived in Brazil that he, he was asked to play out of position. Whatever, whatever. It could have been mental. It could have been a, a, adapting problems, as, as Cristiano mentioned. But look, I think that Neres is, is well above 
um, what Everton brought to Benfica I this early on. Cares, cares about the price. Like, dude looks like he's look. He, he looks like he's stoned the whole time. He's like, yo, Vodrumica. He looks like he's just. He ain't worried about what anybody says. He's just out there <clears throat> doing his thing. Um, yeah. Um, Ramush uh, on the seven, in the seventeenth minute, uh, assist by Neres. Then the thirty third minute, another assist by Neres, and and again. Uh, Ramush, and then uh, before the half, Enzo with that uh, oh, one timer off the Joe Mario. Uh, That's the only thing Joe Mario did well the whole game. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm a not going to engage you in Joe Mario conversation. You shouldn't, because that guy shouldn't be here. So don't waste too much time on him. He should not be on this team. But yeah, look, it, it was for those of you that didn't watch it. It was a corner kick. He gets it into the box, and and Enzo just boo boo one times it. Could have been prettier, but. Nonetheless, still got it on goal. Took a little deflection and it went in. But, yo, it, it, that's good. To, he took, I believe, like four shots in the first half. Enzo did. Yeah. So it, it's good to finally have a midfielder that's going to take these shots. We've seen these types of plays with our with our uh, set-piece specialist before, Nelson Verissimo, right? But we'd see the guys put these types of balls in the, in, in, in the bancadas. And uh, Enzo got it in on goal. The timing, the confidence, man, it's good to see. These are the types of players. I know you want to talk about the game. I want to, and I'm always like diverting, right? But yo, these are no. the types of players that Benfica need to get. These guys, the Netters of the world, the, the Enzos, forget yeah, but, about. But, but the can game. you? Can, do, would you be able to get a Netters under normal circumstances? Uh... Well, there was always going to be the debt there between Shakhtar and Benfica when it came to, to Pedrinho. Right. So maybe. 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 I know Benfica was interested in Neres before when he wound up at, at uh, Ajax. And I, I, then I believe Benfica was interested in Neres when he went from Ajax to, to, to Shakhtar. There's always been rumors there. Linked yeah. Up. Now, I don't – look, I, if he would have been tearing it up at Shakhtar, maybe his value would have gone up. But, again, there was always going to be that debt there between Shakhtar and Benfica due to Pedrinho. So then maybe Benfica could have, you know, worked out a deal the way that they did. Now, you know, Everton having somebody come in and pick him up, like 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 Flamengo has, right? Gave Benfica like a free check. Like, all right, it's an even swap. Here's the money. You know what I mean? So I, I just think it all worked out. Yeah. I, I, on them. I put up uh I put up the stats. Uh I mean, quite quite a dominating performance by Benfica. Twenty four shots, uh, twelve shots on on goal. Uh, 46 uh, actions in the uh, opponent's box, seven corners, uh, 85% uh, pass uh, efficiency, 69% and uh, pass uh, vertical passes, uh, 70% possession against 30%. I mean, that's that's quite a, a dominating performance by Benfica, and I think that uh, when you look at the scoreline and you look at these stats, it, it certainly reflects – um, the the stats uh, the scoreline reflects the, sh the stats I should say, uh, but look uh, you know it, it it leaves me encouraged because I think that maybe Benfica in years past maybe you win this game two one or three one and you go to um, you go to Denmark with uh, still with the kind of cautious in terms of the result and i'm not saying that you can't go to denmark and just throw caution to the wind you still have to be somewhat cautious but certainly a 4-1 result leaves you in a position where you can now control the pace of the game 
uh, put ice on the game whenever you, you feel like it. And even you could even go for some goals. I, I don't think that Roger Smith is going to go to uh, Denmark to uh, to manage the game. I think he's going to go and he's going to go for more for more goals. He's going to look at Denmark as another chance to give these guys more reps within this system, learn the system, correct positionings, correct some of the mistakes that, that have been made um, that the technical staff is looking at as they look at video. I think it's just going to be another another chance for the players to get more reps together. So, but it's good. Look, I'm with you. Benfica always finds a way to make shit difficult. And by allowing this goal, obviously I don't think that Midget Land's going to have some type of opportunity. But again, it leaves the door open. Right, and it's always when things. I guess it's the Portuguese way, not just the Benfica way. But when when things can go easy, we're gonna, you know, overthink things and, and complicate it. But nonetheless, it's good to see Benfica put up such a performance. It's good to see the style of the loose rocking um, once again. I know <laughs> towards the end of last year, there's a lot you couldn't give tickets away, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's good to see the the, the you know stance packed with Benfica used to singing our beautiful songs and stuff like that. It's good to see the players. Um, you know, perform to that level and really take in, soak in the atmosphere. I, I think, you know, obviously Enzo comes from River, which is a crazy, crazy uh, stadium and a crazy atmosphere to play over that uh, in Monumental and Abomonera. But again, you know, playing in Europe in a packed house, I'm pretty sure he was pretty excited. I know Befica did sell. I it was about the same thing, right? Like 50-something thousand against Newcastle, something like that. I think it was like similar Yeah, it was numbers. close. It was close. Similar numbers. Mm-hmm. So I know it's one, but that, that's a preseason game. This is a first offic- official game of the season. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of butterflies going around in that locker room. Um, but, you know, to see these guys perform at that level, I thought Morato was excellent today. Every time he just he touches the ball, every time he's around the ball, he just looks like an imposing force. And, and he looks like the kid, man. He's, he's taken huge strides um, over the last year and a half here now. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen, which leads me to, to, to question everything else about signing 53 center backs. Because when everybody gets back <laughs> and is healthy, I don't know what the hell Benfica is going to do. But that's a, that's a question or a conversation for another podcast. But today it was it was good to see. It was good to see Florentino did all right today. Um, Ramos obviously getting a, getting a hat trick. That's 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 something you know that that the confidence is going right, to raise this confidence. It's going to um, get everybody around him excited to give him the ball because the kid looks like you know he could put it in the back of the net. There's so many so many positives. The only negative I'll take from this game really is you know João Mario. <laughs> That's wildly negative, man. I can't believe that guy was um, left mid at time. I'm looking at, uh, uh, you know, using the help of goal point and looking how they uh, rated the players. Um, they obviously gave 8.5 uh, to Gonzalo Ramos, uh, but there was some some out- outlets that were that were giving the man of the match to Neres. But when you score a, a hat trick, it's it's really it's it's hard. It's hard not to give that guy. Um, uh, you know the man of the match, but looking at uh, other, other. Nattis was my man of the match. I don't care what who was that. Who, who gave him the five, the eight point five? Goal point. But I don't care what goal point. Cristiano Oliveira says man of the match was David Net, David Sleepy Net. That was my man of the match, Alfredo. Yeah, let me see. I mean, uh, 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 Gonzalo could have gotten another two. And one of the plays, he gets into the box, he dribbles a player, and he does the most difficult thing with the whole left side of the goal to himself. He shoots it straight at the goalie. There, he could have done better. <laughs> yeah, he, you, you he, could he, always do better. He he, waste, he, he wasted uh, he wasted a couple opportunities. Um, I th- I think that yeah, there, there was a couple easy ones that he kind of faked the guy out, brought the ball inside, and then just just hit it at the keeper. 
folks. So uh, yeah, um bocadinho mais calma, a little bit more yeah. cold blood in them veins. I mean, you're looking again. It's easy for me sitting on my couch, but you had the whole left side of the net open. Could he could have possibly, you know, tucked it away there? But uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's good to see a young kid like this score. It's good to see uh, Nets again, as I said before, connecting with him. But there's always, you know, the the the, the harsh critic in themselves, right? There's always going to be parts of the game that they think or that you know they're going to look back and look at the tape and say, "I could have done better." And I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that that Gonzalo's going to watch the video and learn and try to, to to you know to 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 go on from it and get better and 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 really redefine that part of his game. Yeah. No, look, I think that you know, the kid's young, right? But I think that to be um, the starter for Benfica, you got to be a lot more sharper, man. You have to be sharper because yeah. that maybe that's good for the B team and Murerens and Aroca and Casapias. Games like today against Midgetland, it really is not, it's not going to hurt you. No, but, but but if you do advance to the Champions League, and look, in, in, in next in, in Benfica, by the way, I don't know if you've mentioned it yet. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it in a little bit. But if Benfica, if they do advance to the competition, Throughout the competition to the to the actual group stage, yeah, obviously competition is going to get stiffer, and there's going to be in other games. There's going to be one opportunity that's going to get, and it's going to be let's per se. It's going to be that one chance that he got in the box where he dribbles everybody, and then he's got the whole net, and then so that one chance might be the difference between a loss, a draw, and a win. A hundred percent, just like so, uh, Seferovic against Barcelona. Yeah, but we still won that game though. Didn't we? No, no, the away, the away one, oh, we tied. which was tied. We tied, we tied. You had, yeah. We had a chance to, to uh, win. The, I mean, but that shit was a chippy. I, <laughs> <laughs> but that's Yo, the type of shit that you can't miss, man. That was that one. That I know he shot it wide, right? The one. That, yeah. That, the, every time I think of that Sferovic one, you know what I think about? I think about when you're playing in a in, in a rainy, rainy pitch, rainy game. And you dribble the goalie, you trip the goalie, you that's right on the ball, stops in a puddle, right on the line. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I thought I had to do it to But anyway, yeah, uh, so the second half, uh, more uh, dominating play for, for Benfica in the 61st minute, 4 nothing. Ramos from uh, Rafa assist. Uh, then in the 76th minute, we give up that, that soft PK. Um, and then uh, that's all she wrote. Yaramchuk came in, Aruj came in, Shikin came in. Uh, but you know, just to just to add, but I'm I'm surprised that he didn't make make the substitutions a little earlier. With the score being at four nothing in the 60th minute, and understanding that you got a game on Friday, it's Aroka, it's Aroka. Yeah, and I understand that it's the beginning of the season. Uh, I don't know, but I I probably would have given some guys some play. And, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna burst some bubbles, but here's some negativity, right? For all the praise that we've just laid out on Enzo, Neres, Gonzalo Ramos, Morato, everybody on the pitch today, with the exception of João Mario, was really <laughs> never going to give that guy credit. With the exception of João Mario, was you know played really well. But here's the depressing part, Alfredo. You look at the substitutions. You look at that bench, right? And you have, she. I can't believe Shikinu was even on this team. Okay? <laughs> you have, you have. Make a first don't. This shit ain't cooperating with me, bro. This shit is not cooperating. That's true. Okay. You have Elton Late, obviously back up. Vertongen, center back. Ba, okay. Andre Almeida. Why? Why? Monsieur. Antonio Silva. Julian Vigo. Chiquinho, who actually came in in the 87th minute. Paul Bernardo, right? 
Enrique Araujo, okay, finally came in the 70th minute. That's that's really your backup striker, right? In your whatever, whatever. Back, he's really, I don't know. I guess Araujo is like the backup to João Mario and Rafa Neres at this point because no, I like Araujo, Chiquinho is is more of a backup. Come on, but put him more those man. But that's where he's deployed him. He's deploying him the, is, in the right side of the midfield. This Chiquinho. is the part of me. That, I, I, I get. It. I completely like, understand. Yo, like, I understand. Yo, yo, this is your bench. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this is depressing. Yeah, that there's. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be funny, rude, stupid, thrilling, whatever. I'm. I'm just being honest. This is the worst bench Benfica have had in the last 15 years, bro. Yeah. Um. Cristiano and I are actually on a on a on a group chat with with Peggy and and Steve Santos and and uh, Mark Lopes and. Uh, Steve Steve was asking about it. He felt that even without being that into the team this year, uh, he felt that there was a big drop off from the starters to the guys that are on the bench, and I agree with that. Um, there, there's a big drop off in terms of a left back. There's a a, a big well, the left back. Hold on, let's be fair. Okay, I don't know nothing from that guy. That's all I'm he saying. He has not impressed me. He does. He is not impressed. I've seen him. You, wouldn't you? I did. I have never seen him play before he got hurt. He played. A, he played a half a soccer and then he got hurt and he hasn't played a since. That must have been the preseason game I missed. But consider, yeah. See him but considering the the alternative, Gildias, for this. Yo, 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 no. Quer mal do João Mario, mas do do Dias não se pode dizer nada. Don't talk bad about my neighbor, bro. Don't talk bad about my neighbor. Não pode dizer nada. But Ristich, honest to God, I'm guys. I'm speaking on my behalf. Obviously, I should always speak on my behalf. I I've never watched. I, I guess I missed him that one game. I didn't see him play. Oh, that was that the practice game that that I said the guys weren't like warm up. Yeah, I didn't watch that. That okay. That's the one game you watched. It's no conta, no conta. But the camera. jogos todos, pá. Mas a câmera estava torta, bro. You couldn't even see the. Oh yeah, field level. Yeah. Nah, he, I, I gotta be honest. He didn't impress me. Uh, and, and here's the other thing, guys. In, in food for thought, right? Last season, I don't think Ramos ever played in the position that he's playing now as the lone striker, as the top man. He was always a supporting guy. So maybe he's getting more out of Ramos because he's playing there. Uh, the alternative to Ramos is Yarmchuk, albeit Yarmchuk is not as mobile as, as Ramos, yeah, I think, but I think he's a box guy like I, Ramos. Yarmchuk might be a better finisher, but he's not as mobile. He's not going to apply. Correct. He's not going to apply I'm going to have pressure. to agree with that. He's not going to apply the pressure and be all over the field like like you know we like Roger Schmidt likes in his in his tactics, you know that he applies before the game. So I think that might be a problem. But yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. Just look at this bench. I mean, Chiquinho. For, I mean, Jesus Christ. So Presta. Put in the kid. Put in the kid. So Presta. Oresta, Oresta. Pedro Oresta. Oh, I'm thinking So Presta. Like, what are you? I'm. Now I'm reading the comments while you're talking because um, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I know. Um, Davey, I guess he was praising me. He retracted his message. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, uh, for the play, give me the kid Mureira. Even though I think he's way too too raw, too green. Give me the kid Mureira. Shikinu for Christ's sake, that's your options. Come on, bro, look at this bench. This is a pr- like I, I keep saying this every single podcast, and I guess I'm gonna keep saying it until the end of the transfer window, which is Nedes gets hurt, Rafa gets hurt. You know it's bound to happen, yeah. right? It's gonna happen at some point. Rafa's gonna miss time. We're not we're deep. not very deep. Who, who's gonna play? We're not very deep. Think about going into to 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 to. to, to I don't know. Huerta. 
Dat is mooi. So you're convinced he's coming? No. I hope he's not. Look, man, I, I hope he's not, but at the same time, I hope that they do go out and get somebody with his characteristics. We need a guy that yeah. can play the No, we, we do. We need Because Rafa, look, as decent as he looks in the middle, I want him on the wing. I want him creating havoc and using that speed to his advantage. I need a playmaker. Yeah. We need This team needs, it realistically needs like three more players. For, we need options. You can't go on this bench and even my neighbor, don't crack on my neighbor. But you, need a, you, need a, you need a shifty guy. You got you Peter Musa that we don't know. Diogo Moreira, obviously, I want Chiquinho. Come on, Paul Bernardo. Come on. Vigo, whatever. Antonio nah, Silva, yeah. another center. Andrea Almeida. Epa, you need a guy that could operate between lines that has moves, that has Jenga, man. That's what I so regardless, you know, you're gonna need a guy like and, and look, I'm not as down on Joe Mario as as Cristiano um is because I think that within a team there's roles for everyone. Uh and I think that Joe Mario does a lot of work off the ball and even with the ball, uh, that may not be positive football, but it's team football. Uh and that's where I feel about about Joe Mario. Um Obviously, you know the feelings Cristiano has, but regardless. Um, but do, you're com you're comfortable with Joe Mario. I'm comfortable with Joe Mario. The whole yeah. season, not the whole season, but I think that he, so he could work. be a he, he 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 is a player that could play uh, all three midfield positions, with so, the so exception of six. Doesn't mean you do it really well. Hey, pa, okay, he's no, saying. no, he's this guy. No, man, don't mention that guy, dude. Esse gajo não presta por nada. João Mário anda às uvas, não sei há quantos anos, man. Deixa eu sair do Sport. Tá bem, pronto. Não vamos falar do João Mário. Vai, vai. Desculpa lá. Fala lá. Fala vamos vamos, vamos, so, vamos so para dentro. Então, o João Mário. João Mário plays all three midfield positions, right? Mid, não, he could be a polyvalente. He could, he could be the next André Almeida. <laughs> yeah, Alfredo. Listen to me. All jokes aside. It, it, I didn't think he played that bad, to be honest with you. As much as I can't fathom having this guy on my team being a starter, right? I would be okay if you're telling me, look, he's on the bench. He's your first option off the bench. Look, I'd rather him on the bench than Chiquinho. The problem is that you're telling me this guy is going to be a starter. That's the biggest problem I got. If you're telling me he's an option off the bench, okay, I'll take it. I can't count on João Mario for a whole season. And you'll see if this club – and I hope I hope I eat my words. I, I pray that I, eat my, that I eat my words. But you'll see if there's no more reinforcements mm -hmm. coming for the rest, we're going to spend – There's going to be times here on this podcast where we're going to talk about how this team is suffering. There's no creativity. These guys have disappeared. We're not deep enough. You'll see. And, and Joe Mario is going to be one of those guys. Last year, he started the same thing. First three, four games, the dude looked good. And then, yep, and then, and then your next sentence is going to be, why isn't that up on this team? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I said that. Ooh, when you start saying there's no creativity. No, but I'm not, but look, but forget that I look. You know, obviously, my opinion on Trap is totally different than, than a lot of other people listening and watching. And that's fine. We all have different opinions. But forget about Trap at this point. Trap is no longer part of this team. He's not here. He's on the B team. Unfortunately, it is what it is. I guess Chiquinho and Andre Almeida and João Mario are better options. But now, I'm okay with that, but these guys have to perform. That's fine. Perform. João Mario, I have no confidence that I could count on João Mario for between now and August all the way through May. I don't have any confidence I could do that. He hasn't done that in, since he's left Sporting. Went to Inter, was a bust. Went to England, was a bust. He, for Christ, the dude went to Russia, and he was, they didn't want to renew him. And now you're telling me this is guy, oh, he's one of my starting 11. No, you want to tell me he's a rotation guy, guy that's going to play here and there, back up? Eh, it is what it is. Look, you're married to him at I, this point. I think if you bring a good 10, he's not going to play. 
Oh, well, until that happens. So then he, became, he becomes a, a good alternative off the bench, at least that doesn't have that big of a drop-off. But in terms of drop-off, uh, you know, there's 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 big drop. Uh, you know, it, like Stino said, if Rafa gets hurt and Neres get hurt, man, wh who's no, that's that's the scary. Who are you gonna thing. play Gonçalves? Who Gonçalves? He's not even on the team, right? Does he even? Yeah, no, he is there. He wasn't on the bench. Today. No, he wasn't on the bench, but he's on the team. We need another right back. Oh wait, did did uh, we ship off Gonçalves? No, 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 he's still there. No. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's there's a big drop off. There's still a couple a couple. And look, maybe um, it's a guy that's on the fringe that the uh, that a big team is is trying to let go, and we can grab him on a loan. If it's a guy that's going to fit the system for Roger Schmidt, uh, but we'll see. I don't. I don't I think do, the team is closed. I, I do think if Benfica do get through Midgetland and then whomever they got to play afterwards, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to say it. And they do qualify for the Champions League group stage. Um, I do think that in. That there will be other players coming in, yeah. But the sad part is that the, not the sad, but the difficult part of that is that the first leg is the seventeen, eighteenth, if I'm not mistaken, and the second leg is twenty third, twenty fourth. The first leg sixteen, seventeen. The, the second leg twenty three, twenty four. Okay, so I got the first, the second part right. So let's say that you know they play the twenty third or even the twenty fourth. They win the game. They're in. They're through. It leaves you a week to go ahead and attack. Right, the mercado, and really go after the yeah. players. And then, that you need and then you, right. The thing is that Benfica needs more than one player right now. It's yeah. not just you know, oh, I bring one guy and all is resolved. No, I think we still need three or four different guys. Yeah, I think that um, with the fact that you're going to be playing Champions League, it's it's going to be a, a, a carrot for a lot of players because a lot of players want to play Champions League, Ronaldo included. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that Ronaldo's coming, obviously, but I'm just saying that it's an extra incentive for a player to join your team on loan, knowing that despite going to a lower league, he can play in the Champions League. Uh, so, uh, like Shino mentioned, that uh, that little period of time between the 24th and the end of uh, the August uh, will be uh, will be a crucial time for Benfica. Anyway, win four one. We will now travel to um, to Denmark and we'll play the away leg on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Um, if we do beat uh, Midgetland, uh, we will get the winner of uh, Sturm Graz from Austria and Dinam Kiev uh, from the Ukraine. Uh, no, Dinam Kiev is playing uh, in Poland, by the way. Um it's not Luga. It is Ludogorets. Ludogorets Razgrad. Ludogorets. Ludogorets is a team that's played in the Champions League before. It's the winner Ludogorets Dinamo Zagreb. To vela os jogos amanhã, ver se não tá aí o Storm Grassi em Dinamo Kiev. Tá zerado, pá. Então vi um Dinamo, então ainda pensava que era o Dinamo Kiev. Mete os jogos para amanhã. Vai já vais ver. Vela se não tá aí o Storm Grassi. Tá vendo Dinamo Kiev e Storm Grassi. That's the game we're going to get. I saw Dinamo. The winner of that so game. I just associated all Dinamos. They look alike. Yeah, all Dinamos. Um, as Cristiano hey. mentioned, the uh, first leg 16th or 17th of August, and then the second leg uh, the 23rd or the 24th of August. The, the difference between this 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 playoff and the uh, qualifier is that Benfica will play the second leg at home. You look, I'm all excited, ready to tell you the team. Look, Goretz. 
I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> in, the wink, in the winking of this. That's what I'm saying. It's a good thing I didn't break I should have let you go. Imagine I would have said they, the people listen to the early part of the podcast, turn it off. But, yo, dude, there's a Dinamo Zagreb. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so that's uh, that will be our, uh, uh, the next opponents, which uh, we found out uh, this morning there was a draw uh, today. Uh, next up for Benfica, back to the B-win. Back to the Tugão. Uh, Aroca. Aroca at Stade Luz playing this, uh, this upcoming Friday, 8-15 local. Uh, historically, uh, between both teams, t 13 games, 11 wins for Benfica, one tie, one loss. Uh, last year, Aroca finished 15th. They battled to uh, to remain in the first division uh, basically the whole season, and they managed to uh, to get by. So they're they're back again. Um, so, you know, any uh, fear of uh, a little overhype from the the 4-1 win, or you think the the team is going to approach this Aroca game? Um, with 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 a level head and motivated to grab the win. I take you back to 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Me and Patrick Hendrick, good friend of the podcast, we go to Stadio Municipal Laveiro to watch Benfica, Roca, beginning of the thing, second game of the season. Rui Vitoria was there, and we I think we we lost one zero. We drew one one. It was like <sighs> deflating. I don't think it's going to happen here this time. I think Benfica playing at home, it's, it's, it's a totally different beast. I'm very confident um, about this game. I'm actually going to predict. I'm going to bring back the Cristiano predictions this season. What do you think? Good idea, bad idea? Yeah, I think um, I think we should have kind of like a competition. I was okay. thinking about that between you, uh, myself, and Dave. I don't even know why you want to compete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won last year. That's it. I don't think we should run it back this year. All right? Yeah, you you had a couple weeks that you were in a row there. I got lucky. I got lucky. But I do think Benfica. I'm, I'm gonna go out and say quatro zero. Quatro zero. Quatro zero on Friday. I think they play Friday, right? I they think play Friday. Friday. Quatro let me uh, let me write that down. But but to answer your question, I don't think this is what you meant, but. When you talk about the hype, yes, I do think Benfica's been hyped up. And, and this happens in Portugal every single year. Everybody Benfica brings in is the greatest player of all time. Everybody that leaves is the worst players of all time. And this happens every single year on the covers of every newspaper. Everything they do is 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 looked at and you know through a magnifying glass. And rightfully so. I mean, you're the biggest uh, club in the country. And that's that's you know, that that comes with the real estate. I get it. I understand it. But as 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 a person that likes as I mentioned before, I looked at Look at this roster. There's still a bunch of holes. I, I I think that there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. I think for games like Aroca, it's going to be more than fine. I just predicted a 4-0 score line. So, obviously, that goes to show you that I'm confident. I think that's more than enough. We have more than enough. But as a competition, you know, uh, gets tougher throughout the season, I, I just think it's it's very thin right now. And I know there's still technically, what's today, the third or sec second? There's still a month to go before the transfer window closes. But, yeah, that hype. Are they, are they really going? I, I was going to – you mentioned the, the chat today, right, with Peggy and Steve and Marco. And, yep. and I was going to mention the chat. Like, as fun as this was today, <clears throat> as much as I want to see Benfica just demolish these teams on their way to qualifying for the Champions League, we have to remind ourselves that the competition is not very strong and we can't fall into the trap of thinking, look, we just – dominated a quote-unquote Champions League caliber team pretty easily. Therefore, 
we're in love with ourselves and we have more like we have what it takes i I hope that that's not the feeling inside the locker room that's not the feeling inside the president's office i really hope that somebody's looking at this squad with a fine-tooth comb and saying yo we we have look if we could if we could see it i mean professionals should be able to see it because some dude you're stealing our line here from the podcast. So, yo, if I could see it at halftime, what what are they doing at in a second? Because remember we talked about if I could see, you could see. How come we're not adapting? So, Alfredo, don't give them too much credit because we've seen holes here over the last couple of years. Not just us, every podcast really, and 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 these guys, some way, some somehow, they're falling asleep. But yeah. yeah, I just hope that they're not falling in love with what what you know what they're seeing today. Is it fun? Absolutely. Does this team look like they're on the upright? Hundred percent. Are they a better team today than they were last year? Yeah, I think so. Hundred percent. Is it good enough? No. Yeah. No. I get that. But but certainly you got to be looking at this. And here's the th- here's the thing, right? And if you want to look at it this way, you can. Um, the fact that. We went and got a guy for a position that we've been needing for the past, what, six, seven seasons? Uh, and, and you actually, you know, you were determined to get that guy and you, and, and you went and, and got that guy. I think that there's – somebody has to know that there's – the depth on the squad is not the best. But you can't just get rid of 20 players and bring in – 20 other players. So you kind of almost have to pick um, where are you going to put your money. And you're not going to be able to get all the players that you want. So you're going to settle for the ones that you can. But right now, at, the only thing that I see a problem with this team is that there's a big drop-off in certain positions from the starters to the bench. You just made 75 mil on the Darwin Nunez transfer. É pá, mas esse dinheiro já está gasto, pá. If you qualify for the Champions, another 45. What do you mean já está gasto? Já, já foi, já pagaram, tiveram que pagar ao JJ. Then questions need to be answered, bro. What, what, what do you mean já está gasto? Where's all this money going to? We need to see... Ah, oh, man, I don't want to get there. I don't want to go down. No. No, but look, I, I trust that somebody will do the, the right thing and... Uh, you know, Rui Costa has already said that the, the plantel is not closed so and more people are coming. I don't know how many, but certainly, you know, we need to to really target some of the deficiencies we have on this roster. And Somebody some mentioned on the chat, they asked me about Andrea Almeida, and I got a little scared, but they were meaning... <laughs> you got a little scared? Yeah, because I was like, really, again? But they meant Andrea Almeida from... Um, oh, Guimarães? Guimarães. He's going to Porto, apparently. But I... That's what I heard. But do we really want another Andre Almeida? Haven't we had enough with this one? I mean, we got to get rid of Andre Almeida before we get Andre Almeida. <laughs> yeah, we can't get another Andre Almeida when we're trying to get rid of one. We're going to have two Almeidas on this team, bro. It's going to be serious. Awful. Awful. Um, but yeah. I, look, to, to answer the question, I, if I, I, don't, I don't know enough about him. And I know I should. But I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to let you in on a little trick, on a little secret, I should say, which is, I just I just watched Benfica in the Portuguese league. I don't watch anybody else. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. So <laughs> you ask me about all these other players, like unless you know they played really well against Benfica, I'm normally more focused on Benfica, so I could criticize. And no, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> I'm focused on Benfica, so you know I I could see what's going on. What players? What? What? You know? So I could come on here and and and, and you know talk my trash. So I'm really focused on the opposition. So. I've read that he's a quality player. I don't know enough about him, but um, 
What's that about? That's, that's another guy that I doubt would be a player coming into Benfica to be a starter today. We need players that are going to push the ones that are on the current squad. Andrea Almeida might be a really good player. Chiquinho is a really good player. Amurirense and everything else. But playing at Benfica is a totally different level. So that's what I mean. Like when you're talking about players coming in, they got to be able to give these guys a run for their money. It's not just guys to come in and be fillers. Because yeah. we got plenty of fillers. We got enough fillers. We got fillers in the B team. Exactly. We got plenty of those guys. We need guys that come here that could be starters any given day and it could push the rest of the guys to that next level because – as we know, competition and training elevates um, the play on, on you know game day from everybody else. So um, I hope that whomever uh, they decide to bring in is, is that type of player, a player that's really going to be able to, to slot into starting 11 and, and not skip a beat. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll see. Uh, I what's all What are all the Freddies thinking about uh, Roca? Where anybody predicting? I'm I'm trying to find some some Let's go um, predictions, ladies and gents. I'm trying to find some uh, some questions here that we can answer. Um, we had we had an interesting one before. I think Michael Continue was asking some stuff before. I forget. Raining Entertainment said, "Just pay Isco that money for two seasons." Thank you, brother. Thank you. I like this rain. Johnny C three one. <laughs> David Hen said, Isku, they show Papa. <laughs> Three nothing Benfica for Robert, Robert Fernandes. What's up, Robert? How you doing? 3 1, Timo. Timo, you Three think uh, Aroca has uh, enough to, to score on Benfica? We have no confidence that Benfica could get a I'm going with 2 here. nothing. 2 2 nothing, yeah. So. Because I I think that a lot of these teams, they're just going to close themselves off. They're not going to give you. Um, room in the back. Same as Jessica. So I think that the trick and, and look, I, I love I love the press. Um I love the the, the quick intense intensity passing oh, and playing. Pedro, Pedro five one. I like the confidence, <laughs> but what's with the one? What's with the one? Nobody believes that this team could get a blanker yeah, over there. Yeah, come on, yeah, come on, referee give him a mercy a mercy penalty. Oh, okay. or a sympathy Demo per- does remind us we still have uh, Blanco Demos in yeah. the So, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, wait. Another Almeida might start that game. You never know. Foda-se. Vira essa boca pra lá. O gajo tá no banco, só aquecer hoje. I don't get it, man. I don't... Vira essa boca pra lá. Yeah. Brian Peters went with the foul. Like, see? 4-0. That's what I... What are you saying? Because you always put on everything. I said 2-0. Oh, that's right. You did say 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Um, so, let's wrap this up. Another news. 2-1 for Nelson Carvalho. É pá, misa. Se o Benfica, depois disto, tanta festa, se ganhar só 2-1, oh, Roca, estamos lixados. Yeah. You're right. Benfica might just consider another set-piece goal. Robert, you good? Uh, Pedro asked your thoughts on Morata. I thought Morata yeah, is, I thought he was is, good. is a physical presence. He imposes yeah. his will on everybody. He's a fun, fun mm-hmm. player to watch. It, it's still like like in that in that challenge for the pen. Still some <laughs> things there that we could work on. Oh yeah, Carlos. 15-0. That's a bad game. <laughs> no, I I thought that uh, Murato for the young age that he is, I think they're saying he, there's what you press. Did you press anything? Because it's saying where someone's stepped on the microphone wire. 
What did you press, Alfred? Espera aí. Estás sempre a mexer nas coisas para tu ficar. Foda-se. Ok, vamos para aqui. O <risos> que é que tu fizeste, pá? Agora já está, agora já se ouve. Um, não, I got, uh, I, got fucked, I got screwed up. I didn't set this one up. But that's fine. You guys can hear us now. Yeah. You guys can hear us. aí no, nas coisas que não deves mexer. Yeah, now you guys could, should be able to hear us Continue now. says, here's a question we've discussed on tonight's pod. What's that? Like, I'll continue ladies and gentlemen. The that's podcast right. With Michael and everybody else. Uh, at the peak of our season, who will be our starting center backs? That is a tough question. I'll, I'll start off, Alfredo. But I, I just don't know enough about João Victor. <laughs> yeah, until we see João Vitor, we just Juan, know that he's speedy. I know my man's got wheels, but look, everybody being healthy at 100%, it's going to be a very tough decision for Roger Schmidt. Yeah, I think. Because here's the thing, Alfredo. Here's the thing. If João Vitor is as good as, as, as previewed, right? As At least we hope he is. We as expect. We right? expect. Verissimo is healthy. I think those two are starters. Then, what do you do with Morato? Morato's playing really well. And then you look back, you got two two dinosaurs that are backups in, 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 in Otamendi and Vertonghen. And the reason why I said I'll start, and I'll ask you the question, Alfredo, was hey, let's just say you go with any of the combinations, João Vitor, Verissimo, and Morato, any of the three, right? Because you're only going to have two at the back. If you go with any of those two out of the three, that really opens the door for Otamendi and, 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 and Vertonghen to, to be out, like, Otamendi is one of the highest both of those guys are two of the highest paid players on the yeah, squad I, I just think that because um, Murat, Muratu has this, the status that he has on the team that he's still a guy that will ride the pine and won't complain much about it the one thing that I think he has going for him is that, is that he's naturally left footed uh, and at this point for me he's better or he's a high, at a higher level than Vertonghen Uh, but again, Verissim supposedly entering the last phase of his recoup uh, should be available in sometime in, in September or at the end of September. Um, and then you got, uh, what is it, João Silva? Antonio? Antonio, Antonio. Not the kid, the other dude, the Brazilian guy. What? The Brazilian center back that we got that rolled his ankle. In João Vitor. João Vitor. That's what I'm talking about. Said Antonio. No, Antonio Silva. No, forget that kid is going to be in the B. There's, there's no spot for him. Okay. Okay. But still, so the five options are Vertonghen, right. Otamendi, João Vitor, Morato, and Vrissim. Those are the five options with the kid being a six. But if if those three guys are healthy, Morato, Vrissim, and João Vitor are healthy, I, I, I think you can make the argument for either of the three to start, right? And then you leave the old because there's really no. No plan going forward for 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 Vertonghen and, and and Otamendi. I get Otamendi brings in the toughness, but at the same time, he's probably the slowest of the out of those. Yeah, but Otamendi's not going to go anywhere. Okay, he's not going anywhere. Team captain. Um, so and not easy. that it not, <laughs> not that it did it. Well, it, it, and here's the thing: those guys should have never been team captains, by the way, because they don't. There's no leadership qualities to them. That I think, my opinion, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's a serious problem, and and maybe, and I hope that this doesn't happen. But does does Roger Schmidt pull a JJ and now change the system that he's accustomed to playing and goes to a three center back setup? 
no th- that that could be that could be an option to play at least three guys. To, he might be in, in, look in the Portuguese league. It's very feasible. We could do that in the league for sure. When you're going up against the Rokas of the world and the Casabias and whatever, yeah, you could get away with that, right? Are you going to be able to get away with that in the big games? Probably not. And, and it probably would suit them in a in a game like that against these teams that you're not going to sit back to put. Three guys at the back, and especially if you got the the wheels like you're supposed to have with this Juan Vitor, you can cover a lot of ground, and then you throw another option up front that really could help into breaking down those low blocks into creating opportunities. It just gives you another option, and especially when you don't have that threat on the other end. So, I mean, you might be able to do that. You might be able to get a, be able to get away with that. And I've said it here on, on, on podcast over the years since day one. I've been on with you, and thank you very much for bringing me on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't even I, I, remind I've me said, I've said it I've said it all along that my favorite formation first is a 3-5-2 or 3-4-3 I just in 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 a league like this where you don't have a tough comp you know tough competition week in week out three guys at the back is really not going to hurt you it's only going to help you so yeah I just uh, you know we all know why JJ uh, went to the three back because he needed to fit Verissimo in there um, so I don't I don't know what's gonna happen, but certainly there's a lot of um there's a lot of center backs. Would you at this point unload Muratu no. on the loan? No, absolutely not. I'd get rid of Vertongan. But but uh, no, but, but let's think about it this way, right? I'd get rid of her Right now, as we're looking at the pecking order in center backs, mm-hmm. we can honestly say that Muratu is ahead of Vertongan, yes? Oh, for sure. Otamendi ahead of Muratu? If you look in, how do you rate right, in the right, pecking order? Right now, yeah, right now I think right. Well, right now you have to remember the other two guys ain't healthy, so Morato's number two option. Right, because we haven't we haven't seen those guys. Yeah, and those in guys, action. and they're not healthy. Well, we know Verissimo. Yeah, but he's not healthy. If, when Verissimo is healthy, okay. When Verissimo is healthy, what again, are you thinking? In pecking order, three weeks ago I would have put those guys ahead of Morato. Now and I, th- bro, go play the tape. I said it last week. Moratu's really impressed me. He's impressed. And remember, I said that last week on Tuesday and on Thursday, the, the, the Kappa come out. Moratu va renovar. I mean, the dude is out. He's played really well in the preseason. Well, and, and usually when they- there's when there's people sniffing around, they throw a renewal just in case. No, but they could have. Re- but, but you're right. I agree you with you. Could renew and let him go on loan. Right. I, they renewed him and kept him. But I I agree with and they you. They renewed him for. Also, the way that these Portuguese clubs work, you can't just go by. They renew them because of interest. No, you renew them because, look, his release clause is 30. There might be a knucklehead that will hit 30, so let's go to 80. And somebody gets him for 80, oh, well, I'll let him go for 80. But now at least it doesn't get you to come in and bid and take him overnight. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I just think that the, the reason why we're holding on to these all these center backs is because Roger Schmidt hasn't really seen uh, Jean, Jean Silva. Is this Juan Silva? I keep Antonio Silva. No, it's not, pa. Brazilian, pa. Well, you say Silva, you keep, uh, João Vitor. João Vitor. <laughs> I got to remember, it's the guy with two first names. João <laughs> Vitor. You keep saying Silva, I keep going back to the kid. Yeah. João Vitor. Uh, he hasn't seen João Vitor in action, obviously. Yeah, but and dude, he hasn't like seen Verissimo in action. But Alfredo, you like to think the coach had a say. In, in bringing him, yes, 100%. And they spent $10 million. Well, he's got five other center backs, so let's spend $10 million on the guy. And then you, you stupidly let him play, and he gets hurt. Now it's been a month, and my man's got a sprained ankle. He's yeah. still not playing. What's, what's going on? Yeah. This guy don't heal? Yeah, look, it's not a 
it's not a bad problem to have, obviously, but certainly uh, leaves a lot of uh, speculating as to what the. I mean, I don't think Benfica is going to carry that many center backs throughout the season. Well, you got five right now with the kids six. Well, why do you need to carry that many? That's my question that I posed to you. <laughs> oh, that's that's how we started this yeah, conversation. No, that was the question. If if Verissimo, Morato, and, and and João Vitor are healthy, right? What's going to happen with with Otamendi and Vertonghen? I think you you have to unload Vertonghen, but on a year of a World Cup, um, does he get? Does he have a space reserved in the Belgium national team? If, for example, he ends up in a lower level team, if he ends up in an MLS team, Pilo Capitão, we love all right. Time, does he? Does caps. that status now guarantee him an automated call up? Because if it does then he shouldn't have to worry where he ends up or whether he's getting playing time at Benfica. Obviously, he wants to play because he wants to reach Qatar in playing for him. Oh, guys, don't get to say to Lisboa, but... He wants to ride the tram and the bridge. <laughs> and <laughs> sit on the cobblestones. That's it. He likes doing that. That's, that's a great segue, man. Look, uh, to be continued on a center-backs saga, but, uh, yeah, that's a great segue. Benfica introduced the two alternative jerseys um, yesterday, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, I, we already knew. Yeah, well, the the yellow one we knew. Uh, the white one, we had seen things, but it wasn't really confirmed. I got to be honest with you. I, I'm I'm liking the, the white one more than the yellow one. I hate it. Uh, and then the yellow one has the uh, the electric cars. You know how well Befic, the main jersey has the, the Vincent Debril, the Pont Vincent Debril on the back? This one has the electric cars. And the third one, which is the white one, has the cobblestone pattern that you'd see in Na Rua Augusta, for example, or Trader do Pass, where you have those cobblestones. That so white one that. looks okay. I like the fact that the symbol has all the colors. Yes. The white one looks okay when it's facing forward, but then you flip it. It looks like it's got a cover for you to go take a dump on it. I don't get like that's it's so stupid. That is all white, and then on the bottom it's got all the dots, like and where your butt go. Like it's just it. Did you see it? But I. It's ugly, bro. Deixa eu ver se eu consigo pôr aqui uma coisa. Deixa eu ver. Fala aí. Chico Miguel. By the way, I love these guys. Continue says ah, it's amazing. Alfredo says the name wrong, then he gets mad at Chris for for saying it wrong. Saying what name? Uh, you were saying Silva, Silva, Silva. <laughs> no, because I was saying Silva, and he thought that. Um, I, yeah, they know. They they're repeating it. They all they all know very well. Chico, make Chico's joining us now. What is it? Three o'clock in the morning? Four o'clock in the morning in Portugal? Okay, here we go. We have the best listeners, by the way. Nobody, no other podcast got 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 listeners like that. We got the best ones. It's gonna be uh, in front of our faces, but the ears, the the jerseys. If I can change this up. But look, but you can't look the middle one, you can't turn it around. That yellow one looks like the Arsenal goalkeeper jersey from last <laughs> year. The red one looks all right. I have it. I showed it to you, right? I have I it. Like, I lo I'm I like loving that one. white, man. That I'm white, loving that white. That white, once you turn it around, it's ugly as hell. It only has that black, those black dots down by your butt. I'm loving the white, man. I'm loving the, the full color symbol. Um, I I like the great the great tones in the collar. 
Red stripes, not I all do the like, way. I, I do, see, I do like that I collar like it, better. I'm liking it, man. I like both of the collar, the yellow one on the red, better than the one on the on the. On the you don't like round colors? No, I don't like the roundish. That's no. And then I like round colors. They stretch and then it looks stupid. It's no, well, but that's like that's for guys that don't know how to take off their jerseys. They pull nah, them by like the collars. The yellow, I like, man. It's I don't different. know if I'm liking the. I, it's, it's like you said, it reminds me of Vakodimos last year. The yellow one. I don't know. Um, I I was reading Jafust. Jafust was on Twitter saying that uh, the yellow one has really grown on him, and he's uh. He's hatching plans to buy it. My cousin's in Portugal today. He's at the game. He bought it for him, his kids. I, there was a lot of people buying yellow jerseys today. Yeah. A lot of people. I don't know, man. The yellow's gonna the, be... yeah, yeah, there was a guy. There was a BTV reporter at uh, outside the store, and there was a lot of people in line with yellow ones in, in tow. So. Yeah, I think that yellow one's going to I'm loving that white question. one, though, man. I, I like the white one. Off. You'll see what I'm talking about. Once you have it in your hands, you'll be like, Chris was right. From the front, it looks nice. Once you turn it around, it is disgusting, dude. Yeah. It's all white. So picture all white. I think I have a picture here. I'll show it to you. No, I you know, I was uh, when I got these pictures actually uh I was on the Pifinka site and I saw it, but I didn't I didn't notice what you were saying. But anyway. You didn't um, notice? That's all do we have anything else or can we go? No, I asked the Freddies for some questions now while I look up the jersey. Who's got questions? We got answers. See? Look how stupid this is. That is stupid. No. No. Okay. No. So it's just, it looks I like a like door that. in your butt. No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's just stupid, yo. Like, you can't see it. It's just, it's all white, and then it's got those dots all by your butt. It's the cobblestone. By your butt. That's okay. So you, it's just stupid. It's when you ride your bike, it covers the, the, the and it's raining, it covers the stains. I know lights. I like the jersey with 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 the exception of that in the back. Anyway, so let's take some Freddy questions. If not, some Freddy questions. If not, we wrap it up. Because Carlos says I'm a big fan of the white one. I'm with Alfredo. The white one without a name on it looks like Portugal green blue one without a name on it. Raining entertainment just <laughs> lost me. Uh, they need to bring back the pink for the ladies. Okay, the pink was good for that one year, dude. Remember that jersey? Only the B team wore. Nope. We'll be lucky to wear the yellow. Oh, what was the that gray, that silver? Remember that ugly that you guys all liked? I didn't like yeah. that one either. Uh, raining entertainment. I like the yellow and black out. To be honest, looks better on the body, but the home jersey is the best one. Definitely a cop with with Nerys number seven. I I don't I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. That's a good one. Antonio Vitor, dude. Wait, Joe Antonio. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you be messing me all up. I messed up everything. Yeah, everybody. Thank Storm you. Gratz, Dinamo, Ludgaretz. Everything is all it was messed a Dinamo. up. At least I got a Dinamo right. You didn't even get a first name right. So, uh, a like our, our podcast should be some kind of a, like a drinking game. So anytime we make a mistake, people will just have to take a shit. Shit, I'm alcoholic, bro. I'm a footage. Carlos Amaro said the yellow was made for cycling. Not a fan. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the yellow one either, man. I'm. I'm not. And I've seen it plenty of times, and and I understand people saying that it's grown on them, but it's not growing on me. It just looks like a, like something that uh, Vlacodimus wore last year at at times. Anyway, I'm, I'm probably gonna wind up with all three. So, 
Nah, for me, it's just going to be the red and uh, and the white one. I love, I'm love. i loving the white. You're two-thirds in, Alfredo. We be. That's it all. No, 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 no. I'm getting no. old. No, 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 yellow, no, no. I add to the collection right there. No, 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 yellow in the same way that I didn't go for that orange uh, main jersey that, that we had a, a few years back. That was beautiful. It's ugly. That was beautiful. I have that's when I got the red. That's when I got the black one, right? It's there, right? It's right there. Yeah. It's, it don't look it, hard. Look, it looks red like next to everything It's ugly, else. bro. It's right after the Mirels. Uh, it's fugly. Watch it. Yeah, it's fugly. Anyway, everybody, Oh, uh, next week I'll be on vacation. Probably won't be a pod. Uh, see, Carlos does say the white one would, would have been much better with the entire back. Yeah, no, I get I, that. But I'm 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 still not going to throw throw it away. Ninety euros. I'm if a you're euro, not a sauce, they, they give you nine bucks off. That's how much the jersey costs. It well, they give you ten percent off basically, and uh, eighty-one euros if um, if you're a sauce yep. to buy the the jerseys. Now, if you go to the Benfica store, like Cristiano did a couple years back, you could get that shit pretty cheap. No, but it's not the legit. One. Yeah, dude, I went into the store because it says, "Epa, come into the Benfica official store." I'm like, doo, doo, doo. I walked in, bought two jerseys. I'm like, I'm like 36. I'm like, this cheap. Oh, like, yo, let is me that get, a clearance, let me get, baby? Let me get four. <laughs> let me get four. You did get Remember? more than one, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I, got home. And I, was, I don't know if I was drunk. I don't know. It was. A, it was a replica. It yeah. wasn't even Adidas. And then when I got home and I grabbed the jersey, I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, wait. Next time I this, bro. I'm like, yo, hilarious. I got, I got jipped, bro. And then you gave it away on a Twitter giveaway, right? Yeah, I gave it away on Twitter. I, I was always like, three to six euros. Like, yeah, I'm like, but I was drunk. But I got a dollar to alt. Hi everyone. Yeah, so next week we'll we'll figure it out. But as of right now, it doesn't look like there'll be a podcast. Maybe we can figure something out. Yeah, we'll be on vacation. Yep. Um, thank you so much, all the Freddies. We're going on vacation when the week when the when this they come back, we go on vacation. Yeah, when you um, if you're watching this, if you haven't subscribed to the channel and hit the notification, uh, so you can be notified when we come on live. You know, we can we're never on time, so you need that notification to let you know when we're on. Anyway, thanks everyone. Take care, Alfredo, Cristiano, Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Later.